Welcome to Beekeeping Buzz, the fun and informative podcast for beekeepers and bee enthusiasts. Each week, our team of experienced beekeepers share the latest buzz on all things bees. We bring you tips and tricks for managing your hive, updates on the latest bee research, and interviews with expert beekeepers. We'll cover it all. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. A thriving hive often produces excess honey, meaning beekeepers can harvest some for themselves. While this may sound appealing, things don't always go to plan. The two basic requirements for excess honey production are hive strength and the availability of nectar. In this podcast, we'll discuss some common reasons a hive isn't making lots of honey. Producing honey requires a sizable workforce. It is labor-intensive, so a large, growing population is a prerequisite. While there are many reasons for a hive to have low numbers, it may be a case of low energy. Hives that are getting established often suffer from this problem. Feeding them with sugar syrup will often remedy this situation. Another common reason for low hive numbers is an unproductive queen that's old or sick. Healthy colonies usually deal with this situation swiftly. So if you see queen cells, it's a signal that a new queen is in the making. It is often best to let nature run its course and wait for a more prolific queen to begin laying. Another reason for low honey levels is that the hive has other priorities. Beekeepers with new bees should temper expectations in year one. The colony is getting established, which can take time. Over spring and summer, they will scout the area for nectar sources. Bees also have other, more important jobs like building the hive and defending it, raising young, collecting water, and feeding the adult bees. Don't be disappointed if year one doesn't provide the bounty of honey you hoped for. Weather can play a big part in a hive's success, and climate change isn't helping. If bees can't leave their hive to forage, then honey production must be delayed until the arrival of sunny days. Unseasonal cold temperatures will also stop foraging activity. In temperatures of 50 degrees Fahrenheit or less, the colony is unlikely to venture out. Instead, it will form a huddle to stay warm and conserve energy. Activity will slow if it's too hot or dry. In this situation, flowers are in short supply, and bees are more likely to festoon on the hive's outside. Some breeds of bees are affected by nectar shortages more than others. Pure Russian bees will typically shut off their brood rearing and wait for forage availability. While this frustrates some beekeepers, it is a valuable trait that helps with overwintering and fighting off mites. If the hive has had time to get established and all the conditions seem perfect for honey production, there may be a severe problem. Inspecting the hive will give you a better idea. Check for healthy-looking capped brood that is covered with adult bees nursing larvae. Look for all stages of development, eggs, larvae, and capped brood. Learning how to identify common diseases and pests in hives will help beekeepers a lot. So how can beekeepers encourage bees to produce honey? Well, if you're using a queen excluder, consider temporarily removing it for one to two weeks. This step will encourage reluctant bees to move into the adjacent supers and start working. Replace the excluder if you get results, but ensure the queen is in the brood box on its return. If your hive has insufficient food sources, stimulate hive strength with a one-to-one sugar syrup. Brood rearing can also be encouraged by providing pollen supplements. Brush the foundations with melted beeswax if you're using plastic frames. Beekeepers often notice this simple practice helps. Spraying sugar syrup on the frames is also an excellent way to draw bees into supers. For foundationless beekeeping, it helps to add a frame of drawn comb to the super. 
This step will encourage bees to enter the new box and start building.